0: We Make, the podcast about making, creativity, and why we do what we do as makers and creatives. I'm your host, Vincent Ferrari, and joining me as always, my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ethan Carter. What is up, Vincent? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, buddy. I am doing great, great, better than great, greater than great, great. <laughs> good. And tell me why. Good weekend or just good day? I, had, just... I had the most productive weekend I've had in like oh, six awesome. years. I'm Isn't that amazing? So I went, so Friday I had a bunch of errands. I had a bunch of errands and I was like knocking things off the to-do list and I was feeling really good about life. And then the last stop on that was I went to my my friend at the local GM dealer and I went in there and he was sitting there and I'm like, hey man, how you doing? Everything's good. So I wanted to talk to you about options for my truck. So for those of you that don't know, I have a head. Okay. <laughs> There's the story. Um, I had a GMC Canyon 2019 Denali. Thing was beautiful. Loved it to death. I couldn't, based on my current situation, as it is currently happening as we speak, there was no way in hell I was going to be able to afford that in a few months. I'm, a um,
1: amaz- I'm always amazed at how at the price tag on this.
0: Yeah, it's, you know what, pick up I'm
1: not saying it's not worth it, but. They're not cheap. Yeah.
0: And $580 a month is yeah. not, a, not a bill I was able to right. Get. But I worked it out with the dealer and I drove off the lot the same day with a 2021 GMC Terrain SLT Blackout Edition. Awesome. And this I, thing is yeah. a great little vehicle. I love it. I, I, I love have, it. I've, uh, and it's. it's-
1: it's a, it was a rental, so it wasn't, but I've, I've driven the terrain and it's really nice. So. it's a,
0: it's a nice little thing. And you yeah. know what? It has all the feet. It literally is like a scaled down interior of my truck. Right. So right. everything was identical. I didn't have to relearn anything, find anything. And it came with a couple of cool new things like push button shifting. I was just and... going to say, only thing <sighs> different is, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know how I've lived without this for so long. It's the greatest thing ever.
1: That's so fun. I've, I haven't seen that actually. You, I mean, I know you were joking when you did your story that like everyone might know about it. I've never seen that with and with, with all
0: the rental cars I used to drive and stuff like that. I've never seen that. That's crazy. It's a new feature for me. So when I sat in it, when I was sitting in it on the lot, um, the dealer goes, okay, I want you to put it in drive. And I reached down for the stock and I'm like, all right what's the joke I'm like <laughs> what how do we shift into gear and he goes it's right there and he pointed to the buttons and i'm like, like oh. hand the camera they're like
1: joke there's no way it's to like turn this magical on.
0: Yeah. so i have push button start i have that cool thing where you wave your foot under the bu- bumper and the gate oh, yeah. opens it's like this is just it's wonderful i'm so happy with oh, it man. that's awesome man that's great it, it's it and it's,
1: it's awesome too that that you got something that you really liked and you didn't feel like you're you know Downgrading, I, felt, or whatever, I didn't. You
0: know? I didn't downgrade as much as I downsized, downsized. which is exactly yeah. that's a
1: great way. Yeah,
0: um, way I felt it. bad because this was, you know, for those of you that know the story, the pickup truck was my you beat cancer prize for right. myself. Yeah, so I don't have it anymore, and that's kind of sad. Like it, it, it hit me a little hard when I was taking my stuff out of it. I was like, oh man, this was what I wanted my whole life, and I only had it for two years, but one you know day, what? The, the flip side of that is that you don't need it anymore, Vincent. Yeah, you know maybe i don't know Glass i you know apple. what it, whatever it is i am very very happy yeah. with what i ended Good. up with so Good. i've been zipping around like one thing i like about having a tiny little it's not that tiny but it's much smaller yeah. and man it's much more fun to just zip around traffic with it and you don't have to think so much it's just, right like, yep, this is much 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 better
1: oh that's awesome yeah that is that's there's there's something very exciting about a new car for sure oh, it,
0: it, it you know it's so funny i just had this feeling two years ago and i had it last i had it over the weekend i'm like you know what i never get tired of this i love right. getting a new car, yeah. I, I it's my favorite thing in the world, and the great part about having a lease in the current climate is if you have a lease, there's probably a good chance you could take your lease back, and they don't care. Like, I was 3,000 miles over at a cracked windshield, they didn't charge yeah. me for any of it, they, they just, just wanted want the truck back, they don't care about nothing, they'll take yep. anything back. So, yeah. Your big chance, actually, if you have a lease and you have something that's a little bit beat up, take it back now. Because they're so desperate for cars, they're going to look past all the stuff that's going to get penalized when they stop being desperate. <laughs> yeah, totally. What about you? How was your weekend? It was good. It was good.
1: It was uneventful. Uh, Bettina was down at the Cape with the family, and um, so it was just me and the dog. And uh, But yeah, I mean, it, it was one of those funny – it was funny. I Anytime that she's, like, away and it's just me, I always have these grand – view visions of me being the most productive person of all time and getting like 12 videos done and everything I need to around the house done and I end up like less productive I don't I think it's just it's one of those things that we always talk about right you kind of expand you expand yourself to the time that you have right Mm -hmm. Um. so it was one of those weekends in in some ways in other ways there's a lot of things that I needed to do that I've just been putting off that I got done so even though I didn't I didn't feel like I produced anything a lot of a lot of stuff I accomplished a lot of stuff and so so I'm looking at it as a positive and it was nice it was a nice relaxing weekend so it was good it was good um but yeah so yeah
0: accomplishing stuff listen accomplishing stuff especially when you're alone means you're motivated (laughs) yeah yeah no I mean well here's a perfect example remember when I the
1: Jackson Hole signs I did Mm -hmm. a while back when I and it was my thing of the week when I did the Rockler um yep uh keyhole yep. is my thing of the week i hadn't i hadn't hung those
0: <laughs> like oh, wow
1: how long ago was that right and they, yeah. i mean they were displayed in our in our uh, family room and stuff like that so it wasn't like they were just in a box but like i hadn't hung them in their permanent place and so i did stuff like that like not it wasn't projects it wasn't content but i did stuff like
0: that you know so dude that's the kind of stuff that's the kind of stuff that you do that people just don't make time for right but still needs to get done yeah exactly <laughs> so. exactly Good stuff. Yeah, it's good, good but stuff. Yeah, we have an amazing guest. We do. And I'm we super do. excited for this conversation. So there's a backstory for this guest, which is kind of cool. So a little over a year ago, we had a gentleman on this podcast. You may have heard of him. He's got some podcast with some guy named Bob and another guy named Jimmy. <laughs> His name is David I, I You may have heard of him. He may, you know. People like him for some reason, whatever it is. He wrote, he wrote a book or two, has a couple of YouTube videos. Yeah, Wait, what's his name thing? again? Pachudo, Pachudo. Yeah, that's okay. it. Yeah. David Pachudo. Yeah, yeah sure. okay. I don't know if you heard of him. He's he's <laughs> kind of popular. <laughs> well, I'm not, pic- I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm a big fan at all. But. All the cool kids like him. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, you know, the week he was on. I, I don't know by what miracle, by what blessing, this happened because it kind of changed this podcast completely. Um, he mentioned us, he we were his thing of the week, the week he was on. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it brought in a lot of people that said they heard of us through the show, which was freaking fantastic. Amazing. Yep. A week later, I'm in my vehicle, and I remember where I heard this. I was driving back, I was picking up at the grocery store by my office, I was picking up lunch, and I was heading back to the office, and Jimmy. I believe started talking about this guy who makes small historic signs. And I'm like, what a weird talent. (laughs) (laughs) That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, that's such a weird thing to make. So I go on, I go on to the, I go onto his Instagram and I'm just like, my jaw just drops because there are scenes on the Instagram where he's inserted these tiny little signs into their historic locations yep. and you don't know they're the tiny little sides. And it's like, what the hell is going on? So I started chatting with him and we ended up kind of becoming Instagram friends. And a couple of weeks ago I said, Hey, you want to come on the podcast because we haven't had a chance to talk to you yet and your stuff's amazing. And sure enough, he said, sure, why not? You know, you guys are not that important, but I'll give you some of my valuable (laughs) time and it'll be amazing. So we have the one and only Chris Raley from route nine signs. Hi, Chris. Hello, how are you guys doing?
2: Welcome, good. Yes, Welcome, uh, Chris. That's, you know, you know how they say when you go to, um, if you ever go to prison, they say the the first thing that you should do is walk up to the biggest guy and punch him in the mouth to like, <laughs> assert assert your like your credibility to establish yes. <laughs> yourself. Um, this is my attempt at that. I was introduced. Uh, Jimmy Duresta introduced me to Wesley Treat at MakerFest, mm-hmm. so that, oh, that is that man. is my that is my Maker Street cred right there it's not bad (laughs) it's not bad (laughs) bad at all yes yes i've i've name dropped in the first like 30 seconds two uh (laughs) two of the big ones how you doing guys it's good to be here
0: great actually <laughs> it's it's interesting you mentioned wesley treat because when i see your work and i see the stuff when wesley yeah, makes signs yeah. there is definitely yeah, a, um, totally a symbiotic right, relationship well,
2: yeah. yeah wesley makes the real he does the real deal though wesley is mm-hmm. Wesley is, is no joke a sign maker i'm just kind of a wannabe but yeah wesley can do metal he can weld he can he can do neon which is really impressive so uh yeah, Wesley's yeah the real, like is the, wesley is the real deal and i'm just kind of playing around with the with toys well, yeah uh, you say that
1: but your your level of detail it's is, insane. Well. Like, totally really is insane like it really is like and and you do it in a like a in what seems to be a seamless way like a very just like of course this is but i know that there has to be so much planning that goes into it to make it everything's proportionate like that's and i think that's one of your things well i'll let you talk in a second so I'll, yeah but no. it's 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 everything is perfect like like literally perfectly to scale
2: Well, thanks. I try. I don't work in any particular scale. I get people asking me, what scale do you work in? And honestly, I don't know the first thing about, you know, I have no idea. Like, like, like for model trains and the scales and the one. Oh, yeah. But I have no no clue. I work in the Glowforge scale. Whatever I can fit in my Glowforge (laughs) is what I do. (laughs)
1: No but what I mean by that is that maybe not perfectly to scale like what to a perfect scale but it's right. everything is like pr- it proportionately all works together in the same proportions the, that the the original
2: looks like the the ratios the ratios this ratios. things that's a better yes the yes. relationships of the pieces yeah i really shoot yes. for and we can talk about that but yeah i i really shoot for i try to i try to be as close to the the real thing as possible
0: how many So I know that when I want to do anything where it involves design or copying, sometimes it'll take me, I don't know, 20, 25 different pictures just so I can make sure I cut. I'm not even working in 3D the way you are. I'm just working from like I want to make a logo that I see somewhere and I take a lot of pictures of it so that I can translate it into a digital format. How many reference photos do you generally, does it take you to come up with some of the signs you come up with? Because I can only imagine it must be a huge stack just to get started.
2: Well, you would think that, but I've actually made a handful of signs where there was only one photo in existence and it's from a distance and it's at an angle and it's a crazy sign with wings on it, and just and so I've I've made probably four or five sign uh, signs from just one reference photo, and a lot of Holy and God. one time, a couple of times they were black and white, and I had to do a lot of googling to just just try and figure out what this possibly could be. There was one sign for a um, some cabins in Sedona that someone asked me to make, and I could tell that it was made out of wood, but there were some chevron signs hanging off of it. And uh, I started Googling those Chevron signs and I figured out the color pattern on those. And then I eventually (laughs) found a one single color photo of the sign. But, um, yeah, sometimes I only work with with one picture. It depends on it depends on the sign. Um, But like my most recent pieces that we'll we'll talk about, uh, there's a a famous a world famous sign where there's mm -hmm. literally tens of thousands of pictures online that to, to refer to. But some of them I only have one.
1: Wow. Well, I, I mean I was watching the uh the Astro Motel video mm-hmm. yes. and I well, I love the fact that and I didn't not I didn't understand necessarily exactly what you're doing, but the fact that you're using the GPS and the original picture to like figure out the exact angle of the photo that you had am i right about that like the yes
2: well that that sign is only it used to stand about 5 miles south of where i live i used to pass it all the time it's on it, it was on 99 here in fresno on the um southbound 99 and so i knew exactly where it used to sit um but i for that video itself is i went on google street view and i and i recorded the screen um just so i could get some historic footage of of it kind of where it used to stand and how it's it's no longer there if you hit the time scroller on 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 google maps you you can make it disappear because it came down in 2015 so that one i knew exactly where it was but i i have used google earth to and street view to try and find hints um to signs and and yeah, I, I use everything that I can find to to kind of piece piece things together. But the Astro Motel, that one was easy because I I know exactly where that one is. Yeah, right. that
1: one was like in your backyard basically. <laughs> right. I think that's also the one of the coolest things too is it, you seem to try as much as you can to get to the original location of these signs, which mm-hmm. just adds that much that like they're just that much more mm-hmm. whatever. You know, like, you know, and, like yeah
2: it, it it is I'm a big fan of uh, I like performance art and performance art can be many different things but I kind of view that taking the piece like the last the very last shot of that Astro motel video is i'm I, I'm panning from the sign I'm kind of going dipping down into the right. And it's as the more that I the more that I pan and tilt, the more it looks like the real thing sitting there. And you can right. see that big that big tower in the background. That was that was my touchstone. That was my reference point. Was that big that big that big tower, that communications tower in the background? But just that little move right there and putting it on video. That's that's kind of I view that almost as like performance art. And right. and it's I I really enjoy that kind of thing. You mentioned David Pacuto. David does a lot of things like that i i could i could talk for days about david and and um skull and spade brett just what they yes. do with their videos and how how just how it's not just the thing that they're making but it's just it's cinematic or david he's playing the music or he's cracking jokes right. or there or there's there's little winks and nods to the camera all of that is performance art and i i try to when i can i try to i try to get a little bit of that in. Sometimes it's just a little piece on my Instagram stories. Um, but I really would have loved to have been able to do something like a video of what the project I recently finished that I guess we'll talk about. But it just, it was such a, a go, go, go trip. I didn't, um, I didn't have time to stop and film it. But yeah, I, I really enjoy taking, taking signs to the original location when and if I, I can.
0: Because well, a y- lot of the pieces y- y- I
2: make are, are quite a ways away. So the astro yeah, was, for easy. Sure. That was the astro was easy that was I the easiest one do- <laughs> yes i just had to dodge traffic <laughs> well, it's, well
1: it, it's funny that you say like uh it, that's the other thing again and i'm talking about youtube videos but yeah uh, the little tidbits in your videos too you're, you're absolutely right and i picked up on that like so one of my favorite ones is the uh disneyland original retro mini sign and mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts of that whole video i mean outside of the talent and making part of it was, uh, the biscuits you have, you had the, you know, the, um, the workbench biscuits uh-huh. that, uh, you know, Rockler workbench biscuits or whatever they are. Oh yeah, And, and you, oh, you yes. kind of held it up. And it made it made a like a tiny a, Mickey it, Mouse. It was it was a,
2: a hidden Mickey. I put a hidden Mickey. A in hidden Mickey, <laughs> right? And that was like <laughs> yes, but but that's exactly your point. That's like that's part of why I
1: love David Machuto's videos is because there, if you watch, there's those things, right? There's those right. little like hidden gems that if you're watching and you're paying attention. They are so funny oh, and so I,
2: subtle, but so funny and perfect. So, I, I, yeah, I, I was I was wondering. You're talking about the Rockler cookies. I was like, "What's he talking about?" Was oh yes, the hidden. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, have, I haven't seen that. Was that was about two years ago? That was uh, yeah. I made that. I I went to my. I share a birthday with Disneyland. I'm I, July 17th is my birthday, and um, actually, Ethan, that is your dad's birthday. I heard that on the podcast the other day. Yep. Yep. Wait, I, wait, wait. I,
0: July 17th. Yeah. That's, yes. That was my dad's birthday. Yeah. Mm. Yes. I, I Vincent's dad. It's
2: not mine. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Vincent's dad. I, I heard yep. you mention that on, on a recent podcast, and I thought I'd, I'd bring that up. I'm sorry if I goofed it up. Oh, no, um, that's cool. But I share a, a birthday with Disneyland, and two years ago, I, I thought, you know what? I want to make the Disneyland sign. I'd never made it before, and I want to take it down and find the original location, which I did. And uh, that was that was a lot of fun. I had no idea how to make the sign. I rushed it. I have since dropped and broken that sign and thrown it away. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> no, well, it was you know the flagpoles were made out of bamboo skewers and and they warped. It was it looked terrible. Uh, so it was and, a little um, bit delicate. I, yes, I've since made actually I finished it yesterday. I did a a little interview, a television thing, and I have a, a Disneyland sign in the background. And I, I finished it yesterday just in time because I wanted to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to have it as part of my backdrop. So I, I rushed, I rushed my own sign again, but it's funny how I've, I've I, that the technique for that sign has evolved. It's a very complicated sign. There it are really is. seven posts it really is. Yeah. that are, that none of them are spaced apart equally. Um, there's, and they intersect with three different elements and then the, the top panels and the flagpoles, but I have it figured out now. I I've, I've, I've made it probably 50 times now. So I've, I've figured it out. And, um, I need to make another video of it, and it'll be a lot less uh a lot less janky than the first one i made
0: you've been <laughs> you've been spending you've been spending a lot of time in uh one of my favorite places in the known universe, and i've talked a million times about it, but one of my favorite places in the universe las Vegas oh my gosh and yes a couple of days ago you got me you hit me right in the gut with a dose of nostalgia that made me just <laughs> Like, so for those of you that have never been, there's a a just outside right as you're, um, I think it's on, it's off I-15 as you're going from like prim toward Vegas. Just north of Gene. You have to get off the freeway at Gene. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it literally, if you blink, you miss it. Right. But my friend, my friend Chris, when I was out there, he took me to, he said, oh, we're going to go see Seven Magic Mountains. I'm like, what the hell is seven magic mountains? Like, all right, cool. You know, I, I'm, he was playing tour guide. And the thing is I had never been to Vegas off the strip. So it was a whole, it was a whole new experience to see all this cool stuff and like be somewhat touristy, but not on the strip. The whole time I was there it was the first time I'd ever been really around and kind of acting like a resident more than a tourist. Right. And we went to seven magic mountains. That was one of the places we went. And I saw your, your fabulous Vegas sign. Um, at seven magic mountains and I was like, (laughs) oh man, I want to go back there like right now. Cause I got, that was one of the, my favorite things that I got to do when I was out there. Cause you don't expect it to be as cool as it is when you see it from the road. And then the closer you get, you realize the scale of this thing is
2: absolutely freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I wish I had enjoyed it a little more. I was already six hours into a drive. I'd left it about three in the morning with, mm-hmm. the stre- with the stress of loading up a couple of pieces. Um, and the st- my, my goal was to arrive in town with them safely. And, <clears throat> So when I got there to the Seven Magic Mountains, I, I busted out my little Welcome to Las Vegas sign that I'd, I'd finished about a week prior. I hadn't shared any pictures of it really on my main social media. I have a uh, the Route 9 Signs experience. I have a uh, kind of a private Instagram page. It's only got about 170 followers where I nerd out and I get a little more and take a deep dive. People can request to follow that if they want. But I, I was sharing a little bit there, but I hadn't shared it on my main page and when i got there to the seven magic mountains it was about 9:30 in the morning and it was already about 105 degrees
1: <laughs> it was
2: it was as it was bright and i i have i have vision issues we can talk about that later but um i have a lot of vision issues and my phone screen got so blanked out that I, I couldn't see what i was doing so i just i probably shot 200 photos just hoping that one of them would come some of them would come out <laughs> but i didn't really get to you know how it's like when you well you go somewhere with it with a with a child it's all about it's all about taking care of the child you don't really get to enjoy the place you're going it's all about them well for me it was all about getting pictures of this sign at this place mm-hmm. i didn't really get to stop and enjoy it and i couldn't throw the sign back in the car and walk back and 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 go back and explore because you know it's a it's a couple hundred yard walk from the parking lot to the to the from the dirt lot to the mountains themselves but i didn't want my my signs to start warping and and have issues in the heat in the car so i it was kind of it was i I felt kind of bad because it was kind of like a hit job i ran out there and, (laughs) and, and took the pictures and and got the heck back in the car and headed into town and uh, on my way home, I didn't stop because I wanted to be home. And I could barely – from the southbound lanes, you can barely see them, at least from my car. With you the, can't. The can, they're
0: far enough into the desert where it would be a real I, trip I, I to try I to see saw, them.
2: I saw the very tops of them. Yeah. By yeah. Because there's a concrete wall divider. And um, so maybe if I make it back out there, I'll stop and enjoy them this time.
0: I should explain to people just just what Seven Magic Mountains is. It's, it's basically a bunch of super large cairns that are at their tallest. The biggest one is about 35 feet tall. And it's quite a – it's a good distance into the – it's not like really far. It's walking distance, but it's in the desert a little bit. Yeah. Right? Just right off the freeway. And it's just – it was one – like I said, it was one of those things where – I was like, Oh, okay. Painted rocks. But then, like I said, you get up next to it and it, the scale of it, it really hits you. <laughs> it's,
2: it's like someone took seven, uh, made seven little stacks of, of aquarium rocks. I had someone told me, that yeah, they, what they yeah, call yeah, them the aquarium good, rocks. Yeah. Uh, glue, you know, crazy glued seven different colored aquarium rocks and stood them <laughs> up. But each rock is the size of a pickup truck. And, and it's, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's taller than a, it's, it's like three or four story buildings. Just these rocks standing up in the desert. Yeah. It's really impressive. I wish I had enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> so I have, a friend, I have, a, I have a really close, I have a really close friend who I work with. And she was, <laughs> she was in Miami and in Miami, I don't know if you see, I might be breaking some news here for the Florida people, but, um, Ugo Roden, uh, Rodenone, is that his last name? Rondonone, Rondon. Yeah. I think Rondonone is his last name, but he actually has an installation of one of those magic mountain type things in the center of Miami. And she wow. took a picture of herself in front of it. And I was like, Wait a minute where are you? Right. I thought you were in (laughs) Miami. I was very confused because there were buildings behind. I was like, I thought you were in Miami. And she goes, I am.
1: Well, it's and, like the, the irony is the is like the Eiffel Tower in Vegas, basically,
2: right. and the Statue of you know, Liberty and a yeah. pyramid.
0: <laughs> you could leave the world. You could
2: travel the right. world without
0: leaving a street.
2: <laughs> I, I had a, I had a ticket for the Eiffel Tower. And by the time I was done that same night, I w- my feet were on fire and I was tired. And, and I just I, oh, yeah. I, I ate like the $30 ticket to ride the elevator to the top. I said, you know what? I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to sacrifice that and I'm going to try to get a little,
0: <laughs> little, get a little bit of sleep. We yeah. got we we got a um when we went in 2008 we actually got some kind of deal it was a whole bunch of attractions and one of them was free tickets to the top of the Eiffel I was like all right how bad could it be and we got up there and I was like this is amazing like I never want to, like I want to stay up here all day it was a hundred it I was about 112 degrees up at the top of the tower and still yeah. wanted to stay there all day. just because of the view oh, yeah. yeah.
2: I had just gotten I had a ticket for the high roller which is the the observation wheel the big the big Ferris mm-hmm. wheel. Mm-hmm. I had a ticket for the high roller and I had a ticket for the Eiffel Tower and you know it is post-covid this is my first big trip post uh, vaccination covid world and mm-hmm. I was just in a in a small sphere with 25 strangers <laughs> for a, for a half hour. And then waded through a crowd of thousands of people just walking the streets, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm good. I don't need to go getting into another cramped space with a bunch of people <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I have all the faith in the world in science, but you know what? Right. I'm just, I'm just gonna head back to the hotel where it is just gonna well, be me. Yeah, <laughs> even, even if, even if you're fine with it and everything, it's still like it's just as we've talked about. It's still like a culture
1: shock when you've gone from trying to avoid as many people as possible to right. Being those, you know, it's yeah. I can't even imagine. That's crazy. Yeah. And by it's the pretty... time
2: I, by the time I rolled back into California, I stopped in Barstow to, to get gas and everything. I, and, and California had just ended all of its restrictions on the 15th. Mm-hmm. So this is like the 17th. I'm back in, in, in California. Oh, wow. And I'm, I'm just like, no mask. I just walk into the gas station to run and get my stuff. And, you know, for the first time in over a year, um, right. because I thought, you know what, if I, I I was just I was just in the the world's biggest petri dish in Las Vegas. This little truck
0: <laughs> this little truck stop in Barstow
2: is got no threat is no threat at all. <laughs> it's it's
0: just, funny yeah. it's funny how you Yeah, I I've, I've been so I've been dealing with the same thing. So, you know, I was like I got my second shot. I was all excited. I even waited. I was a good boy. I waited the full 2 weeks before I really started like before I really started going maskless anywhere. And I'm like, okay, I'm I'm good. And I got to the first store because we go grocery shopping every Sunday morning and I got to the first store and I'm like, you could legitimately not wear your mask today. Like you wouldn't be cheating. Like you're not even doing it. You you're you can technically do it after the 2 weeks, after the second shot. Most people wait the yeah. 2 weeks and then start doing it. I didn't. And I was like, I I had this moment where like, all right, I'm going to, as soon as I can, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to rip this mask off and go in with my big smiling face. So I went into the store, <laughs> went into the store and um, I, I look around and I'm like the only one without a mask on. Nobody's saying anything, right? Nobody's yeah. complaining, but, and I know I'm doing, I'm not doing anything wrong, but no, I put my mask back on. Oh, it, it, I, it's I, so I funny that you say that. <laughs> so Bettina was down at the cage this weekend and, and when she came back, she was like, it
1: exactly that. so she came back on sunday and then went to whole foods on sunday and she was like down on the cape no you know grocery stores anywhere no one wear re- no one's wearing masks mm-hmm. and and again there's nothing wrong with that yeah, people are vaccinated whatever um but she's like but same thing happened to her she went into whole foods yep. and every every single person in our town was still wearing a mask
0: and so I, put s- I started feeling better yeah. about it. I started feeling better about it when I would go into a store and I started to see employees without them. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Like, no one's going to look at me, oddly, if the imp- – some of them, not all of them, obviously, but some of the employees, I'm like, okay, I- I'm okay. And in the yeah. end, it's gotten to a point in New York where we've been off it long enough right. now where it's like masks are probably, I would say, about – Fifty percent of people are wearing them. Fifty percent aren't. You know, and it's yeah. a mix of young and old. And it, it's, it's one. Of, it's one of those things, though. It's like even if even if you're comfortable, it's still like a transition. Well, it's social. Back. It's socially yeah.
1: awkward, right? Right. Like, right.
0: Even even when you're not doing anything wrong, if you're doing something different, it feels right, weird. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you,
1: like it, that, you know that, what that, it is. It's like the. It's kind of the flip of the people that wore masks in airports back before all true. this. Like I was like, that's a little weird. Yep. You know, like, it, but you know, like.
2: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I thought you know with my luck, I you know obviously I probably won't get COVID because I'm vaccinated, but I'll come down with like a nasty strep throat or flu or something. Oh, totally. Or something, <laughs> that's exactly know? it. And, no, and I'm, a, yeah. I've been back for three days now, and, and knock on wood, everything's everything's fine. So, I, no, I
1: that's exactly it. I went to I went to pick up a prescription at CVS <laughs> uh, this weekend, and I was wearing a mask, but the guy in front of me, he was getting prescriptions for like. I don't even remember what it was, but something like super contagious. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't, it's uh, like, all right, it's not COVID. I'm right. not going to get COVID because I got the vaccine, but I'm <laughs> like I'm actually still happy I'm wearing the mask because this guy is
0: yeah, right. I was say, You might get AF. typhus. There, there, you yeah, might there, get typhus. There are still other there are still right. are still there's still other, other things nasty yeah. things out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. The best is there like when still. you walk into a store. When you walk into a store without your mask on, and you know you got that BDE that people without masks have, and you're like all proud of yourself because I got you know I got my mm-hmm. shots. I could do this legitimately. <laughs> you go into the place and you sneeze. Yeah. And did. you're like, oh <laughs> crap! No, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill. Yeah, I, get out of here. I, yeah.
2: I have I have allergies, and I I was mm-hmm. uh, oh, it's the I, worst. I have allergies, and I was like, well, I was I was I was holding back so many coughs on that trip. Oh yeah, I, oh I, I had a mask in every pocket, and whenever if I was outside, I was fine. But if I went into a uh, went in walked you because a lot of times you have to walk through a casino to get mm-hmm. down the mm-hmm. strip, and I yeah, I would throw it on. I would throw it on just to, just to be careful. I, I hear yeah yeah. It's I
1: I have a sniffle and a cough year round because of allergies. So. Yeah.
0: It's 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 the new world, guys. It's yep. the new world. <laughs> so you were doing something really really cool while you're yeah. in Vegas. And oh my gosh, I I love one of the things I love, and you know, like I said earlier, Chris and I, Chris and I are friends. So you know, I was getting I was getting some play by play as things were happening, and I was watching this whole thing unfold. And you did some really really great stuff while you're out there. So what happened while you? What happened? What brought you out there? And then what happened? while you were out there and when you came back.
2: Okay. So a while back, I would say two, two and a half months ago, somebody asked, What's the first thing you're gonna do once you can travel again? It's just one of those silly like, you know, Instagram somebody posts a question and you and you can respond. And I, said, or I did one of those, ask me anything and where people can ask it and I'll, and I'll respond with the smart alecky comment and, you? or, you know, yeah, <laughs> me. and, um, and they said, where's the first place you're going to go when you can travel. And I, I immediately knew, I said, I want to go to the neon museum in Las Vegas.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've, I, I lived in Las Vegas briefly, uh, 2003, 2004 ish. Oh, no, know that. that's a whole, Yeah, it's it's a it's a long story. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's part of my origin story. If we want to get into that, we can. But I, I I lived there, and I I had seen some of the some of the old signs were standing back in those days. But I I know now that you know many of them are gone, and all my sign friends. There's a whole community of us. All my sign friends have, have been there, and I thought you know I'm missing out. I'm, I'm I need to go there, and I need to see it. And that's when the wheel started turning kind of like that Disney, the Disneyland sign that we were talking about that came about because I was taking myself uh, on a solo trip for my birthday for to Disneyland because I share a birthday with Disneyland. And so I decided about two weeks before that trip, hey, I want to make the Disneyland sign and take it with me. And with this one, I had a little more forethought as I'd made a few Las Vegas signs. And I thought, you know, it would be really neat to make a a piece and take it with me to Las Vegas and take it back to the original location and then I started thinking about the museum and I thought well maybe I could make a piece and give it to the folks at the museum I I didn't know if they would accept it. I had no idea but I knew that one of my followers <clears throat> pardon me was an employee at the museum he was one of the tour guides and I reached out to him and I said hey Here's this idea that I have. What would be a sign? What do you think would be a good sign for me to make to donate? And he said the one that I was thinking of was the dunes. He said they they don't have the whole dune sign was imploded. They don't really have much. They have one small piece from the dunes itself. And I thought, well, that's perfect. I've just made a dune sign back in April, so I, I know how to do it. But then I thought it needs to be bigger than that. It needs to be. It doesn't need to be 18 inches tall. It needs to be almost. Twice as, as tall as that, <laughs> and if it's going, if I'm going to attempt something epic, the sign itself needs to be epic. So mm-hmm. I, st- I started planning what I what I lovingly referred to as Mega Dunes is the <laughs> just because I made the I made the Dune sign. Now I'm making Mega Dunes, and it wound up being about 28 inches tall. Wow. And and if you have a glow forward, you know that the bed is is roughly 19 and a half inches by about 11 and a half inches. And so I had to I had to figure out a way to completely re-engineer the piece that I had already made. I had to re-engineer it and and make it uh, basically piece it together like a puzzle. And but aside from the the, the building of it, th- my thought was I want to take it to the I want to take it to the original location, and I, I want to donate it to the museum. And and Doug and I, the guy from the museum, had chatted back and forth about it, and. I was already in the process of making the sign when I thought, you know what? I, I could very well show up and have this giant piece and have someone look at me like, who are you? And what, what, (laughs) what is this giant thing you're setting on the counter? Why is this here? What, you know? And so I asked Doug, I said, you know, I think I need to make this a little more official. Who, who should I talk to at the museum about making this, this kind of a, a more official thing. And he gave me the name of, the collections manager, her name is Emily, and I reached out to Emily and Emily was familiar with my work, which was always nice. That was a good icebreaker. But yeah, so that really started the the ball rolling as as far as, okay, this is what I'm gonna roll into town. This is what I'm gonna be at the museum. I, I bought a museum membership just because I want to support the museum and I, I got tickets to all the shows and the guided tour. But so I finished the sign about a week before the trip. But mm-hmm. I had I knew I was going to be done in plenty of time and I had to set something else right on this trip. Um, I was interviewed very shortly after I started making signs, a freelance journalist who uh, she from Oakland, she reached out to me. And asked if, if I was interested in doing an interview for Atlas Obscura. And I don't know if either one of you are familiar with the website or the book Atlas Obscura, but it is a, um, it's a collection of just all like wonders around the world and interesting places. It's just, if you've never gone on Atlas Obscura, it's one of those websites where you can get lost and it's one oh, of boy. my favorites. And this was like the interview of a lifetime, but I, I'd only been doing this for about six months. And I'm pretty I'd sure be, that's going to be a future thing of the week for me Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> and, and well she she interviewed me and the very first line of the article says Chris Rayleigh will never make a welcome to fabulous Las Vegas signs <laughs> so stop asking. That is like the that's how the it's that's the, how the article I that.
0: Yeah, that was the first line of the article. That's right. That's and, hilarious. and
2: and my my reason was I was I and I'll get back to the story about the dunes but I was very I had this, I was, it was kind of an immaturity on my part where I was, I'm not, a, I'm not a big, I'm not big into touristy things. Like, um, I don't know. I just, it's one of those, if something has like a, a mass appeal, I, I see something wrong with it and I kind of shy away <laughs> from it. That's just kind <laughs> yeah. of who I am. I'm kind of a <laughs> jerk that way. But, um, <laughs> but I I was unable to, because I, I would see people who would show up in front of that sign pose for their pictures and then split and never give it another thought where like the sign was kind of like disposable. It was a prop. It was kind of, it was everybody gets their shot at it. And I wasn't able to appreciate the sign as art, as history, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as, as, um, as, as for, for what it is. I, I, in my mind, it represented kind of a lot of the bad things a lot of the touristy stuff. So when I and, and and the the next line it says you know there are gift shops full of that sign and mm-hmm. an, another reason I I said I would never make it is early on I had people sending me a link from Amazon for a very cheap version of that sign it's like sixty dollars saying can you make me a Las Vegas sign and can you match that price it's or like, can you sell <laughs> it for forty make it for right, forty dollars actually right right <laughs> and and that really kind of turned me off on it as well but as i've matured as i've gotten to be able to uh, discount, well an, another example there's a, a a famous sign south of here in the town of uh, fowler on 99 it's for a, a palm reader and it is a a round sign and it has a palm and it has neon and at night it just goes crazy it's a beautiful sign that i've been seeing my entire life because i've i grew up in this area but i always associated that sign with oh it's the palm reader sign and i and i'm i'm sorry but i i'm not i don't believe a whole lot of the palm reader stuff and so i always kind of the sign in my mind the sign suffered because it was associated with something that i thought was kind of a kind of hokey kind of not um not a legitimate thing so now i see that sign i can appreciate it as a as a piece of art as as something that someone made 40, 50 years ago, and it's beautiful. It's maintained. It's, it's lit up. So I, I as you know, when you're a child, like if you go somewhere, you don't like if you see the Grand Canyon as a kid. You're kind of like, ah, eh, that's it's a big hole. And then if you go back and see it as an adult, it's like, wow, this is millions and millions of years of just time and weather and erosion, and you can kind mm-hmm. of appreciate it more. That has happened with me with signs. I, I have evolved. Now, <clears throat> I didn't have that same attitude about the big casino signs like the dunes and the Stardust and the sands I, it was always just that welcome to fabulous las vegas sign i always kind of uh, i kind of downplayed its importance in my mind for whatever stupid reason i it was, it was again i it i told the the author of the article i i sent her a picture and i said i owe you an apology because the the first line of this article is now wrong and we had we're friends now and we had a nice laugh about it she said that she didn't think that that Alice that the website would do a, a retraction which is fine but that's the problem I got it was the interview of a lifetime several years too early for me so I had a lot of people a lot of people messaging me saying I thought you were never gonna make that sign a lot of my sign friends who had who'd seen the article were, were giving me I trust me I caught grief from about 25 people over that but but so I, I, I had a few weeks left before the trip and I like to, I like to squeeze, you know, a 20 pound trip into a 15 pound bag. So I thought, let me, <laughs> let me, let me try and make one more, one more sign and take it with me. I should make the welcome to fabulous Las Vegas sign. Um, I need, I need to set the, I need to set the record straight on that with my, in my, in my own mind and my like my my friend will who who joined me on the trip later on, he said that is you know that is the most photographed sign in the world there's nothing there's no sign in the world more famous than that and i I thought to myself if if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do it i'm gonna I'm gonna try to make it better than it's." ever been made before because when you see the the little replicas when you see gift shops and you see things like that, it's, it's a very stylized version. It's a very kind of plain generic or just completely wrong version. And I thought I really need to nail the look of this sign. And so I I dove into really trying to get, especially the where it says welcome the, the little circles along the top, whenever you see it in artwork, it's always just a white circle. Well, those are, those are actually, uh, betty uh, Betty Willis, I think is her name or wills willis i I should have written down a, a note, but the those letters are actually nineteen twenty two Liberty silver dollars and yes see and, and mo- most of my sign friends didn't even know that, and i it 's one of those things that i 've known because i I saw what they I saw them. I saw a picture when I was living in Vegas and i I did a quick search. I didn't even know if Google was around then oh, I did and know. I read about it. They are. And, yeah. and that side of the sign faces South and it's very, very sun faded. If you, if you look, you'll find pictures of that sign where you can actually see the, the coins are kind of a silver color. I always just, I and, always just
1: thought they were dirty.
2: No, but no, no.
1: But, but but like, but I'm, I'm looking at it right now and you're yeah. like, like, wow. That you, is, just blew, you just blew our mind. Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure why it's 1922. Um, the uh, Las Vegas, I believe, was a city in like 1902, I think. But the, the, they are silver dollars because it is the silver state. I know that. Oh. But uh, and, and if you look at the edges of them, they have the ridges like a coin has. Mm-hmm. If you look yeah, on the totally. sign. And wow. I thought, well, I thought, well, that is the element that I really need to nail. And yeah. I spent, I spent a few weeks, uh, not a few weeks, a few days just trying to get that look. And I, I feel like I, I nailed it. Yeah. And, and so now I, I came to, I rolled into town to eat my words and actually not only make that sign, but, um, go to the effort to twin, to twin it next to the real one. And that was, that was really cool. I'm standing in line, everybody's standing in line. We're all, it's, we're all dying from the heat. And I actually had several people want to take pictures of with my of with me with my sign. I had a few people that wanted to hold it and I would not let them because <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't uh, want to touch it? <laughs> right. Well you can look at it. I'll hold it up right up next to your face if you want to look at it. <laughs> you can even smell it if you want, but you are not gonna you're not gonna hold it because um I got it I just traveled four hundred miles and I got it yep. here safely. I don't want anything to happen to it now. And it's now safe on a shelf here in my house. I'm going to keep that as part of my own my uh, own that, collection. That right. thing is amazing. I, so, if you so,
0: ask someone what that sign looked like, by the way, I uh-huh. bet you most people would describe some of the features wrong. Like they would say that the blue support was in the center, which it's right, not. Right. They would forget the red star at the top, which everyone mm-hmm, forgets. Yep. Even a lot of the 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 ones that you see at like souvenir shops in Vegas, yeah. they're literally just two blue posts right. with the sign center. It's like y'all are in Vegas. How are you getting this that wrong? You know, and, and that was part of the thing that bothered me is
2: is whenever someone else would would try to replicate it, they just kind of pardon the, I, I won't I won't use the term. They 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 they, they it was half measures. You know yes. they. I yep. they they. I didn't use the other phrase that starts with half and ends with another word, but <laughs> it, it, it's half measures. And yeah. um, I I thought if I and actually I had this thought shortly after I said that in that interview. I thought to myself, well, if I make this sign, if I ever do make this sign, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right. Well, and, you know. what? go ahead. Keep on. Oh well, so so I did that. So this whole thing with the dunes, the getting back to the Dune sign. I, um, I rolled into town with, with the dune sign in the back and my biggest fear was getting into town with, uh, in a hundred and it was a heat wave rolling through Vegas, which is, which is like a heat wave in hell, you know, cause it's just, it's, it's already hot there to begin with. And my biggest fear was the acrylic and the wood would expand and everything would start to fall apart. And luckily I was able to check into my hotel and, and got the signs. I, I, put them away safely and i had a, a friend who was going to be coming into town the next morning one of my my fellow sign sign nerds and i thought well he's going to be able to help me because the dunes is big it, it's it's big and it's heavy and i gotta keep two hands on it when I'm. it's like it, it's it was kind of like carrying a guitar around without a strap yeah it's like one one hand on the base and one hand kind of on on the on the column of it and I thought, well, Will is gonna help me help me get this to the original location so we can we can take this picture because I have to then get it to the museum for the donation. Well, I knew that the Dune sign used to sit on if you're familiar with the Bellagio in Las Vegas, the Bellagio Fountain where they have the famous the the water show. At the north, the north end of the Bellagio Fountains is where and right on the street is where the dune sign used to sit. And I thought to myself, I need to get my dunes to that spot. I need to get it right there, right by the sidewalk and put it in its original location and take pictures of it because I thought that's 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 where I should take it. Well, when we parked at the Bellagio the next morning, Will met Will actually met me at the Las Vegas sign and I did a whole another set of photos there. And then we we rolled over to the Bellagio and we parked. As we found our way out the front of the Bellagio, we're trying to work our way around the fountains to get to the to the street to where the stri- to the strip. And we came around this corner, kind of a sweeping right-hand turn. We're walking, we're heading to the east kind of a sweeping right-hand turn and i just i stopped i'm looking out over the fountains and will and will said oh this is a great spot and i thought to myself no this is the exact spot it is it isn't where it isn't where it is not where the sign used to stand but i i set it on it they have you know convenient nice little flat uh pedestals columns with the right along the edge of the water and it's kind of elevated i set it down and i went into the shade and i grabbed my phone and i showed will a picture from 1987 uh, that exact angle with the flamingo in the back the flamingo hotel in the background and his jaw just dropped i said we're here this this yeah this this is this is where we're going to take our pictures and I, I kind of studied it. I saw how the, fl- the corner of the flamingo interacted with the, the original dune sign in the picture. And I snapped probably 50 pictures of it right there in that spot. And I got, I got a little choked up and I was, I was, um, I was, I, I knew that, that it was kind of like magic had just happened. And, and, I I knew it. My friend Will knew it. I didn't really get to see the pictures too well until we got back to the hotel, and I did like a lineup of them. That's why I, I took a whole bunch. But it was it was one of those things where it, it's it's that is it doesn't get any any better than that for me as an artist to be able to recreate that image to put the Dune sign. And I texted Will a couple of days, like two days after we got back and I'll, I'll I'll edit it, but I said we put the blank and dune sign back we, you and i we we <laughs> right. put it, we, <laughs> we put it back, and um you know, and it's... You, what's it's, the opposite of imploding right <laughs> we 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 exploded it no wait no, that's not right <laughs> but we we replanted it, but it was just one of those things where and yeah. and, and 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 even if it were um it was one of those things where it meant so much to me to be able to do it that anything mm-hmm. that that came of it after that was just icing on the cake. I I know that the the Dune sign that so many people love and that I that I loved and I, I never got to see with my own eyes. Um, I put it back, and that was one of those things where it's it's like it's a um, it's a tribute to the people who yeah. who used to, yeah. who made the sign who used to maintain it and. All the people who stayed, because I had so many people reach out and say, oh, my gosh, I've stayed there. That's where our family (laughs) would go. And so it was, it was, it's kind of a, it's, it's a little bit performance art. It's a little bit tribute piece. Um, And so we finished that up. We, we got all the pictures we needed. We met a nice couple there. They, they took the photos of, of Will and I, ditched the sign back in the hotel room so it wouldn't explode. We went to, we did a few touristy things. And then we, we pull up to the museum, we pull up to the, the neon museum in Las Vegas and and Emily, my contact there, she was waiting for us outside and it was such a relief to set it on the counter and, and, and have, have, you know, deliver the cargo because I was worried that I wasn't going to get it there because I've broken signs in transit before and it, and it stinks. And, it's um, like Heart drop. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. You hit a big bump and and you hear something fall in the back of the car. And, um, I made. I seriously, I made like a cradle for it. But uh, I, I signed the back of it, and I talked to them. I met Doug, the, my initial contact for it. But the the next thing that happened was we were uh, we we took a little jaunt across the street. There's a, a famous motel called the holiday motel. Uh, it's a sign that, that was recently taken down and a lot of people are mad that it was taken down, but we got to take a look at that up close and it's gigantic. And it's just a small, small hotel on the strip, but the sign was huge. And so we got to take a look at that. And then we drove down Bonanza road onto the campus of the, the new, the Las Vegas review journal. And we got a VIP tour of their storage facility and that is where all of the stuff that's not in the boneyard lives. And holy smokes, it was just—it was incredible. One of my favorite signs and signs period is the old school Stardust sign with the the, mm-hmm. letters, the, yeah, letters, totally. the letters the letters that kind of zigzag. The letters are that...
0: awesome on it.
2: I, and
1: I feel like that's—I mean—that's as iconic as the like uh you know the Vegas one. I mean, right.
2: Yes the 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 dunes the stardust uh, as far as casinos those are the two biggest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sand right. sands probably the sands probably after that. And I walk into and it's you know it's 120 degrees outside it's it's probably 90 it's a cool 90 inside the storage facility and it's kind of dark and they have a few new signs that are that are lit up laying around. And I'm looking and it's honestly it's the size of a inside i'm trying to think a comparison um bigger than like like a, a basketball arena like a um maybe like a high school gym uh one and a half side one maybe a couple of basketball courts uh foot you know, like uh floor space and probably 40 feet tall big warehouse building and i'm as my eyes are adjusting i'm reading s-t-a-r-d-u i'm reading <laughs> i'm reading stardust oh, and it's boy. like it's, it's taking up two whole walls of this building but they are the kind of more uh 80, i guess like in the 70s or 80s they pardon my pardon me but they kind of neutered the sign they took off those fancy letters mm-hmm. they changed the color and they had more just a more regular font on the on the letters which is cool because I I still have respect for those because they were on the Stardust sign. I'm looking at those. I'm thinking, wow, they have all the Stardust letters from the sign. And the, and the the Emily, she said, if you look behind those, the other set of letters is behind them. They are laid on their side because they're too tall for the building. And I and I just about pooped myself. I went, wait a second, <laughs> and I looked. I looked on the left and there's the S and and because I've made this sign, I've held that S in my hand. It's only a couple inches tall, but here it is just this whole, it's, it's like a wall. And I walked around and you know, one of the rules is you're not supposed to touch anything at the museum and all of that. I walked over and I said, pardon me. I cannot not do this. I said I'm not going to take any pictures. I'm not going to film it. But I walked over and I booped it with my finger. I touched it. I just it ever so gently, <laughs> like 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 you like you would touch a, a newborn on its nose. I went doop and I touched it. I, I held my hands up. I said I'm done. I said that that's it. That's all I needed to do. I've actually touched the S. From the Stardust sign, I said, I won't touch anything else, I promise. But, I mean, I it was, and they laughed. They thought it was kind of funny. But, um, yeah, I got to touch it. And that was one of, like, just a, a highlight of my life was getting to actually lay hands on a, a piece amazing. of that sign. But they had that sign. They have they had a big um, M and a big C up against the wall. There were the letters on the Monte Carlo up at the top of it, which is the hotel that I was staying. It was a, it's the park MGM now, but just this, all of this stuff. That's just, they don't so have room history. for it. Yeah. Yes. And so we got the VIP tour of it. And then, and then we went out and had dinner and we came back and we, we got the guided tour and then we saw brilliant. Do you guys know about the show? Brilliant. It's incredible. They use a uh, technology projection. I think it's called projection mapping where they have a whole yard it's the size of like my backyard or bigger, but it, none of the signs are powered. None of them lit. None of them are operational, but they have these columns in the middle of this yard that project images onto these signs and make them look like they're operational. They make the lights flicker. They make, they make the neon. Flicker. They, they, oh, set, wow. it, That's it's about, a, it's about, a, it, it's about a half hour show. Um, go on, you know, it's, Go on Google or go on YouTube and search for Brilliant at the Neon Museum in Las Vegas, and you'll see it. It is just it, it's it's fun, it's magical, and there at the end, it's emotional. At least for someone like me, I'm sure the other people were kind of walking, thinking, "Oh, that was cool," and walked away. But I stood there, getting choked up. Oh yeah, I might – you know I I'm, I'm I'm one of those people. My emotions are always just barely under the under the the surface, right. but I um. Yeah, I got choked up seeing and they kind of all kind of started flickering out there at the end. And then it went dark and man, I had to regain my composure before I walked out of there. It was just incredible. And I think part of it was the the gravity of it was the end of one of the best days of my life and probably the most rewarding, most rewarding day for me as an artist um, was that day bringing putting the dunes back. Um, got to spend it with one of my best friends. Um, it didn't get any better than that. Yeah. So oh, that's amazing, want, man. And if we want to expand on that, there was, uh, since I've gotten home, um, mm-hmm. a, a lot vintage, vintage Las Vegas, Instagram account shared my, my, my sign, the picture of the dunes and then a local Las Vegas, uh, ABC 13 out of Las Vegas contacted me and they wanted to do a, a little zoom interview. And so I sat down yesterday with them, and I did that. And I've been texting with the producer about that. And he, the, the video went out last night. It's aired a few times. It's, it's available online. But he said one of the, the crazy things that happened was last night after it aired on the 11 o'clock news, um, uh, an older gentleman in his 80s called the television station and said, hey, I, I built that sign and I helped maintain it. And the original was, yeah. the original the original dune sign he's in, he's in his mid 80s and so now it there's no guarantees that it'll happen in 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 who knows but the the producer said that they're trying to see if they can get an interview with this gentleman and with someone at the museum um about this this sign that I made and about how he used to work on it and I'm actually kind of laying the groundwork for if it's something that I can swing, I would hop in the car and make the seven hour drive back to be part of that, to meet this gentleman. And my, my ultimate goal. And, um, you know, I I talk about the emotions, but, um, it would be, I think the honor of my artist career is uh, I signed the back of my sign and, um, I, I would just be I don't know what I would do um with myself, but I, I really want his auto I want him to sign my sign too. I want I want his if I if I if I ever get a chance with him in the room with the sign, I'm gonna have a Sharpie in my pocket and I'm gonna ask him to sign it because that would be you know, I could just, I could stop making signs after that because that that Don't would be like. Don't dare. Yeah, well, better not, but, but yeah. Well, but I it would be, it would just be, yeah. it wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah. get, it, I can't imagine that it would get any better than that.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I, I, totally. So I'm, so I'm really excited about this. When you shared, when you showed me the text <laughs> earlier, I was like, oh man, this has to happen. This just <laughs> has to happen. This has to right. happen. I know. My, my I, first
1: thought was like, how do, how can I make sure that this happens? being no part of anything like exactly. i just because I, I just wanted like, it to happen so much right <laughs> well, like i like what
2: kind of petition do i have to sign well, like I'm, I'm i'm hopeful the the folks at the neon museum haven't at least uh, as of a starting recording they hadn't shared it on their social media yet but i'm i'm hoping that when when they share it and and it and it grew the story grows a little more that maybe there will be a little more um more uh, impetus on the on the news channel to to kind of run with that because i i can't think of anything better than to have someone who actually worked on the original sign um be a part of this piece that i that i or i'm sorry my little piece of of art that i made be a part of his story um cuz you well, know I, <laughs> I it's just it's mind blowing if if it happens it's going to be a it's going to be hard to top that Here's what
1: I'll say. In and, and yes, I 100% I can't even imagine because something you take such passion in your work as you should. And for something like that would be just just mind blowing. I can't even imagine um, what here's what I will say, though, if, if there's any way if it's ever if there's anything on, you know, social media that they produce, uh, that we can help that I can help promote or we can help promote. Um, to kind of give it more awareness so that then it might make them more, you know, likely mm-hmm. to do it. Just, just you all you have to, you just have to send it. Cause I'll do that a hundred percent because I, I appreciate it. I loved, I loved that. And I'd love to make that happen. Cause I think it's one, I think it's a beautiful story and two, Thank it's you. well-deserved. So I, uh, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, definitely. If there's and, and I said that jokingly, but truly if there's, if there is any awareness uh, we can, to it, 100%, Please let me know. Right. Yeah. Well, thank we,
0: you. I, I appreciate that. One of the things that that really shows shines through, and when you talk about this stuff, and I've talked to you over the last year or so, we've talked about a lot of different stuff. And one of the things that that shines through for me the most about what you do is the way you take these things that we kind of take for granted, and they're in most people they're a transient part of a trip to Vegas, but for you they would be like. And I say Vegas just because it's the stuff that's the most iconic to the most people. But, of course, you don't just do stuff from Vegas. But what I love about what you do is you turn these things that are just kind of there – into a piece of art. Yeah. yeah, Which is cool. But not only do you turn it into a piece of art. And this is what I was getting from you. As you were talking about your trip to Vegas. And this is why I love what you do. It's not just the skill level of what you do. It's the fact that you have a deep respect. For the actual artistry yeah. of the thing. You respect your subject matter. Way more. Than the average person does. And I, I got to tell you. Talking to you about this stuff. It kind of you know, kindles it up in me like, wow, yeah, he, right. he's right. Like I always loved, I love retro signage like that, like mm-hmm. that retro futuristic stuff. Yeah, I've start, always loved like, the aesthetic of it, yeah, right? like right, yeah. Stardust. The Stardust is an outstanding example of the kind of stuff that I just love about old Vegas. But I loved it in a different way before I met you. Yeah, You know, I loved right. it as something that was just iconic and cool and had a nice vibe to it. But the more I talk to you, the more I look at these signs as just, these incredible pieces of art, and the, you know, technical ability to put them together, and stuff that we take well, for granted now. Because I mean, you know, let's be honest, it's much easier to make these now—the the real thing—that right. it was when, yeah, than it well, was back then. You know, even your miniatures are probably as difficult to make 100%. as the real ones because of the amount of work you put into them. So, but in some, some ways, ways, I bet that's harder. Yeah, exactly. Right. And if somebody wants to make a full size version of these signs. They could bang it out now, probably in a couple of days, compared to where it used to take weeks, where right. people mm-hmm. were hand making everything. I really yeah. have developed an appreciation for more than the aesthetic of these signs, like well, just the beauty and the other of them. the thing, too, Vincent, is that
1: I feel like we've lost, like we've gone backwards. Oh, we've it's we it, so become many. easier. Yeah, but we've gone backwards in the art of of these because of you know because
0: of mm-hmm. the technology and the mm-hmm. kind of well, now everybody like just puts a big screen up and just right. shine. You know, how's it well, going? Twenty four seven. And
2: you know, I I hadn't been to Las Vegas since I hadn't been there since two thousand six, since before my my son oh, was wow. born. And, Changed um, a lot, right? Um, <laughs> yes, it has. And you know, I I was looking at one of the the Resorts World Casino, and the whole side of the casino was a big LED screen. And mm-hmm. I and, and there's no real big sign that I saw. It's just nope. this. The signs and I thought, are mostly and, gone. And, 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 I, and I thought to myself, in 50 years, is somebody going to be standing looking at a big black square <laughs> in a boneyard saying, oh, this was one. This <laughs> is, is somebody going to be looking at this LED, this 12 by 12 LED panel that used to be on the side of the resorts world with the same reverence that I was looking at a star, Absolutely a not. stardust sign mm. in in the boneyard? And the answer is is No answer no, is, yeah, it's you know,
0: definitely no. Yeah. And
2: so, you know, there's that there's nostalgia. There's, you know, I think about the, the legacy of, of the, the people who made these signs, you know, they're un, kind of relatively unknown. You know, I think about, I think about, uh, you know, it, when I get into things like this, I, I, you know, I think about mortality. I think about the people who made them and who's, who's still with us, who isn't with us. What was their life like? There's so much more to it than just the sign, and that's why when I heard about this 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 man who's in his mid eighties who made the sign and and saw and and saw and saw the the piece that I had made and got excited enough that he picked up a phone and called someone and got got on the phone with the the producer of the of the segment, you know that meant the world to me. That's that's someone's dad, that's someone's dad, that's someone's grandfather. That's someone whose grandkids might not even really appreciate what he did as much as me, a total stranger does. And I, you know, I, I like to think that I, that I made this, that, that this guy that I, that, that I made him happy, that, that someone remembered. Cause I, I think about 100%. my legacy, you know, I, I'm, I'm raising a, a child with special needs and, and I think a lot about just life and legacies and what we're leaving behind and what we're doing while we're here. And um, just to, just to you know, I I would like to think that you know if I thought you know in in thirty years when I'm in my eighties, if someone said, "Hey, I saw this piece that that you that you made at the Neon Museum and, and contacted me or whatever," you know that would just be that would probably as, be as incredible to me as this um, this piece this the piece that I made was to him. Um, yeah. So you know, there's there's a little bit of there's a little bit of trying to you know, yes there's making art and yes there's there's the money aspect of it, but there's also creating a little bit of a, a legacy. I wanna be known you know, be known for putting something positive in into the world, in a world right. that's so negative, trying to
0: um be on the plus side of things. I've so, never you know, gotten is, I, the impression in the time that I've known you that money drove you. Like it no. it's weird because a lot of a lot of artists kind of they do the art because the art is a path to you know, quote, bigger things. Right. But, but I, I never get that impression from you. Yeah. You're, this doesn't seem like this doesn't seem like something you're going to do on the way to something else. Like this is what you, you love this. And it's, it's so, it comes through every time you talk, every time you talk about a sign that you like, I can almost hear it in your Mm -hmm. voice. Like there's just this like, guys, Mm -hmm. just let me explain to you why this is freaking amazing. Like I have to explain this to you. You have to understand that this is more than just a sign. It's an incredible thing. Here's,
2: here's where the emotions come out. So, so buckle up. Um, (laughs) one of the, one of the things that I've, and I've said it a couple of times, and anybody who's followed me for a while, they know that I have a, I have a child with special needs. Um, my son is fourteen. Thank goodness he was able to get vaccinated. But uh, and we can we're actually going to the beach in a few days. But um it was very, very isolating being the the, the parents of a of child with special needs. For those who don't know, Matthew has uh has severe autism, he's nonverbal, um and he has also uh, what they call intellectual disability. the The non politically correct term for that uh, used to be called mental retardation. Uh, it's now called intellectual disability or, or ID. He has so he that's a double whammy. He's he's nonverbal. Which spoiler alert: nonverbal doesn't mean silent. He's he he can be very loud. Um, but he's he's got a few words he's got a handful of words and i i i think you know my wife and i are very good at deciphering what he's trying to get across but um it's very isolating it's very uh we spent many years where we never could shop together we never could go to the store we you know it was a dream to to go the only way we could go to target was if we were able to find somebody who was brave enough to babysit matthew for a little bit so that we could go shopping together and we had we had about a a span of about five to six years where Um, we were, we, we did, there was no social life. It was, we had, you know, some family, but there was, there was no, um, we couldn't go on trips. We couldn't, we could barely leave the house with Matthew. And with my, with my signs, um, the signs were initially started out for me as kind of a, kind of like a little road trip. I, I, I posted a picture today. I have signs on my, in my hallway, some of my early work. And it's like, I've got, I've got signs from LA. I've got signs from all over the country. It's right there in my hallway. So it's like a little mini road trip. But what, what was, what, when you say it's not about the money, it, it's not um, because it, it started out just as a like therapeutic. It was therapeutic for me. It was I've always made things. It was kind of a, a creative outlet for me, just to to something for me to do. Cause I I'm a, I'm a stay at home dad. My wife teaches kindergarten. And um, I'm a stay-at-home dad. I take care of of Matthew. I I have two teaching credentials, and I'm an FAA certified aircraft mechanic. And I I'm instead I'm a stay-at-home dad because his his needs are are too too much. But it started out just as a creative outlet for me, just something to do to keep my sanity. And um, what it wound up doing is is it opened up my world to a bunch of like-minded. People who were signs uh, fans of signs, people who um, who like miniatures, and and suddenly I went from whew, not having only having a handful of friends that people that I actually was was friends with, I, I maybe two or three, and people that I actually spent time with was was none. Other, if it wasn't family, I didn't I didn't get, ever even get out of the house really and and do anything because I I didn't have. Any friends because we'd been so isolated, and um, what the signs have done is they've exposed me to all of these just amazing people who have now become my best friends. Like uh, if, if you look on my my Vegas uh, the pictures of my trip to Vegas, there's a guy with kind of long gray hair. His name is his name is Will Hanson. Will um, two years ago, Will was following me. He's bought one of my first signs, and he reached out. And he said, hey, you should go to this Neon Speaks Symposium in San Francisco. It's a, it, I had no idea what it was, he said, but I think you would really enjoy it. And this was, I was only like four months into the sign thing. And so on, on a on a lark, and I, I had gotten out a little bit at that point, but I, I still had not really made any friends. But Will told me I should go to this event in San Francisco. And I went there, and I met Will in person. I met a gentleman named, named Steve Spiegel. Uh, another lady named Allison. I, I started meeting a um, uh, lady named Gisela. I met all of these people who were not only fans of, of what I'd done, or, or eventually became fans of what I do, but they're fans of of signs. But but more importantly, they're just they're good people. They are um, they're thoughtful and they're they're um, caring people. And suddenly, I went from not really not having many friends at all to now it's you know i have i have more friends in in los angeles than i do in fresno where i live i have more i i you know i'm it's it has opened up my world to not only just people, but to really good people, to people who are who have been a positive in my life. Um, I served in the military. I was in the military for for eight years, and I'm I'm only and not to badmouth anybody, but I'm I'm I was never really my personality. I was never super gung ho. I, I I served my time. I was I, I was good at what I did, but I was always kind of an outcast. Kind of a um, just kind of a. I was an introvert. I, I still kind of mm-hmm. am. But these people that I've met through the signs and through the art that I create have pulled me out of that that shell and have really given me a, a whole new lease on life as far as like a, a social life. And I, I, now have, I now have places that I want to go and I have people that I want to spend time with and I want to see. And what sucked, sucked, sucked so bad is 2019 was such an amazing year. I met all of these people and then COVID hit. COVID rolled in. And suddenly I told my wife, I said, I finally have friends and now I can't see any of them. I can't, I can't. And um, now I'm getting to see him again. And I, I saw Will uh, at the Las Vegas sign the other day for the first time in a year. And to be able to share that moment, you know, it's, it's hard because my, my son, we can't take my son to Vegas just because it's just too much for him and the the drive and all of that. So I, it would be, I, you know, the best thing would be able to share it with my wife, my wife and kids. But, um, the, the next best thing was having Will there to share that moment with and to share the finding the dune sign with them. And that it, so when you say the, the money isn't the reason I, I do it, it's not the driving factor. I will admit it has been, uh, it has changed things for the better for me i'm not going to lie it it has turned into a a financial thing where i'm i'm able to do some things that i was not able to do before but um most importantly for me is it has given me um a a life uh, a life and a social life that i've never really had before and i'm i'm going to be 50 soon and I, you know, a lot of people, when they get to this age, they're kind of winding down, they're kind of, kind of more stuck in the past. And I'm, I'm not, I I don't, I don't really live in the past personally at all. I don't look back and I don't get nostalgic about the past. I'm, I'm real excited about what's coming down the road. And to be in this position at my age and, um, situation, having a child with special needs, it's, it can be very, um, it can it can just it can shut a lot of people down and 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 they never recover from it. But it has really um, just been like the biggest positive boost in my life. You know, short of short of marrying uh, Angelica, my wife, who I've known for forty two years. You know, short of of my wife and and my kids. You know, the, the signs have been the biggest. Um, have made the biggest positive impact on my life. So it, it's more than just making art and throwing wood and a laser and, and getting paid on PayPal or, or Venmo or whatever. It's, it's more than that. It is, it has, um, it's as much, it's as much a part of me as you know, the socks and, and shirt and everything I'm wearing right now. It is, it is a, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm forever intertwined with signs now because it is um it's just uh it's, it's, I can't even talk anymore. It's just, it's just been, it's just incredible. It, it is, it is more than it, it's, it's, it's bigger than anything that I ever thought it would be.
0: You have, you have a way about you that just yeah. kind of brings people in. I mean, it's, it's kind of <laughs> cool because, you know, one of the things that we always talk about and, and that's I funny talk cause about, I can be,
2: cause I can be a big a-hole sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we all can. I think it's, I
0: think that's part, I think that's part of being an artist, right? You have to have the, a-hole you have switch. to have an edge. Yeah. yeah. Right, but I think right. what I like, I think what, what's was very noticeable about you is, You've used social media, which I got to be honest with you. I generally see as a negative mm-hmm. and you have kind of used it in the, one of the more positive ways of anyone. I know like, you know, the way you were talking about how you've met so many great people through your, through your work and by sharing your work and drawing people in. And it's, it's, people are just responding to just a, just pure talent. Like you're just a talented oh. dude and you let your <sighs> art led people to you, which is that's the dream, right? If you're an artist, well, and I love, by the way, I love that you don't shy away from calling yourself an artist yeah. because there's so I'm, much I'm, stigma around I'm, the word
2: artist. I'm, I'm getting used to it, let's just say that. I mean, it's, well, like, it's, it's like fun. a pair of shoes that I'm, I'm working and I, and I get that, Chris. I get that, yeah.
0: You're, you're getting, you're, you're You're. a lot further along than a lot of people are, my friend, right. let me tell you. But it's <laughs> It's just so, God, I'm just feeling so good about the world right now. I almost want to just go, okay, that's enough, we're good. Because I don't want I don't want to, th- <laughs> like i wanted to i want to keep this vibe like i'm i'm well, feeling very positive about the world right now and it's actually yeah. kind of nice well, and, and, if you know what, if and you it, need you another dose
2: i would i'd be more than welcome to come back one of these days if you need another dose <laughs> just let me know yeah definitely <laughs> well
1: it, vincent we i mean we always talk about the community and everything like that but and and i think there's a lot to be said and i and i agree with a lot of that and i but i also think there's a lot of I think the the core community is really, really supportive of everything like that. But there's also some negatives in terms of trolls and all the all that nonsense and whatever. But I think what Chris you're hitting on, and uh I'm I'm not gonna lie, I was a little choked up as you were talking about it. So I'm glad I'm composed <laughs> again. But what I what I what uh from what you were saying and and a lot of what I've experienced too is that there's there's friendships like super real friendships that come from this community because of because of a lot of things because of mutual uh, because of like mindedness right we've talked about that and passion right. and all those things but I also think there's just a, it, there's just kind of a, a a mutual understanding about life and and what and what drives us and all those things and and you just meet people in this space that you wouldn't meet on a day-to-day because you're not going to go, you're not going to be like at Dunkin' Donuts and be like, meet someone that is, has the same passion, even if they do, right? right? Even if you do, there's not, you're not going to have that connection. And I think that's the, that's the super positive part that this whole kind of social media or, you know, uh, social engagement, all those things can have. And so there is a, a super positive side to this. Um, but there also is the negative, but, but yeah, I mean I, I agree with you. I think I found you know, I uh, I've said it before, but I think I found some of my best friends, Vincent,
0: mm-hmm. um
1: that mm-hmm. I never like I never we never would have met ever, Vincent. Yeah, right. It's true. You know, and and it's it's a true kind of like a connection and friendship that is weird because you've never actually met in person. But you know, but it's a, a, it's a friendship that you only got because of this weird internet kind of
2: well, relationship. You, I don't know. You know, it's it's so strange because I, um, Vincent. I have you know, you. I've heard your story about Maker Fair and meeting Bob, and then going back and and talking to Bob, or Bob saying, "Hey, you weren't there." You know, you, mm-hmm. uh, Bob. Mm-hmm. I like to make stuff. I I went to. It's so funny. I went to Maker Fair in 2018 because I was listening to Adam Savage uh, on his pod- podcast, and I kept hearing him talk about Bay Area Maker Fair. And I thought, oh, that sounds neat. I should go. And I wasn't even making signs at that point. Um, right. I I, I I was uh I was <clears> a little <throat> into I was just starting to learn like who uh, the drunken woodworker. I didn't even know who David Pachudo was. I knew him as the drunken <laughs> he was, woodworker. He wasn't David Pachudo at that point. Right. <laughs> it's true. Right. I, I have I have a funny David Pachudo story. Remind me, I'll I'll tell you about it. Um, but I I I went to Maker Fair kind of blind. I had no idea. I, I was just overwhelmed. I went with my daughter and, um, and she was, you know, she was 16, 17 at the time. And, you know, as, as teenage girls have, she, you know, some emotion, maybe a little anxiety, a little stress, but she needed to, we had gotten there and she was ready, already ready to kind of take a break and just kind of get away from everything. And, and so I let her go do her thing and I'm walking around, I'm looking at all the machines, I'm walking and everything. And after about an hour, I send her a text and I say, I say, where, where are you? And she said, I'm over here. I'm watching these dads talk. And I said, these dads talk. <laughs> and she said, "She said, she said, said, I'm at the, the content creator stage. And I said, okay. And I looked on the map. And I was like, all right. So I, I walked up and I found it. And it was a little table, little tent area outside with like, you know, some benches, room for about maybe 50 people to sit. And I, I sat down next to her and there were four guys up on stage. Talking and and I'm Listening to them and I'm looking on the, the Schedule and I'm looking And really the only podcast I'd Been listening to at that point was the um Was at again Adam Savage And it was the the Making Geeks podcast They were mm-hmm. all up on the stage And it was Wes and 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 Sean um, and ev- everybody and, and Josh Was still part of it then and I had no idea who these guys were you know, it's funny. I'm I'm now I'm now friends even on Facebook with a couple of them. I I, I know mm-hmm. them. We we message back and forth. We've you know. But so I I didn't know who any of these. I didn't know what a content creator was. I had no idea. But what's funny is shortly thereafter, I started kind of figuring out. Well, there's this. I like to make stuff channel, and there's this guy Bob, and I found him on Instagram, and he posted a picture, and I realized that the picture he posted. I was sitting like right next to him. When he took That's the picture, so I had no, I had no <laughs> idea who, no That's clue, amazing. no That's clue. Amazing. But and I go back and I look at the videos from that. There's videos uh, Wesley Treat was there, but there's you know Evan and Caitlin were there, Jackman was there, all these people were there, and I had no clue who any of them were. Um, I was kind of into, I was, I thought I wanted to be a woodworker at that time. So I was kind of into like the Wood Whisperer, Steve Ramsey, David Picciuto, things like that. But um, what was so strange is, is I went to Maker Faire in 2019, the next year. And because I, by then I was listening to, to Jimmy and Bob and I was listening to the Modern Maker podcast. I was listening to all these. And I thought, you know, I want to, I want to see if I can get a, a picture with Jimmy. I, Jimmy was my, my hero still is uh, who, who doesn't have Jimmy dressed as a hero, but I thought well, I want to, I'm uh, glad make, you said to I, I didn't know what Jimmy. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And um, so as I'm there at the opening ceremonies, the, the EP birds, the Diet Mentos and Coke guys in the, in the lab jacket, oh, yeah. they're doing their performance and I look across the way and there's Jimmy there with, with, five pairs of glasses on his head and a, and a GoPro on a, on a clamp. And, and I, you know, it was like, it was like seeing a movie star and, you know, I couldn't help myself. I yelled, Jimmy, I yelled it real loud and he (laughs) looked. And of course I'm, I'm a hundred feet away and I felt like a doofus, but um, after it ended, I thought, well, here's my chance to go over and get it, and get it. Very least, you know, I'm going to uh, c- accomplish my goal at Maker Faire in the first five minutes I'm here. The gate, the rope just dropped, and I'm. And, and next thing I know, he's down on one knee. He's stenciling my messenger bag with his name, putting his his di- on my messenger bag, and we wait. Walked you guys are married? Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Don't tell Taylor, but yes, we are. Oh, and, um, but. Suddenly I'm walking around Maker Faire for an hour just just talking to Jimmy and it's like what in the world is is happening here I I showed him some pictures of what I do and next thing I know we're walking around we're looking at at the the big old robot suit that you can climb into and drive and walk around in and start smash cars and and it was just it was oh it but he made me feel Welcome, like nobody ever has before. And the the next day, you know, I so I saw them do their podcast and everything. And then the next day, I, I I ran into him again over at the bigger content creator stage, and that's where he introduced me to to Wesley, and I I met Bob. I met uh, Simone, yet was there. I saw Evan and Caitlin. I saw Mark Rober. I saw just all of these people just hanging out with the folks and just being uh, a positive, being, being. Um, Good, good citizens to you know be good representatives of the maker community, but just inspiring any anywhere from five year olds to to fifty year olds, and you know it was just when you talk about the community, it was just and and I was that's when I felt like you know this is where I want to be part of this. This is this maker community is is a is a really cool community to be part of, and then I, I never in a million years would have thought that I would have gotten a, a shout out from Jimmy uh you know just uh, a a year later on the podcast you know that was mm-hmm. i never would have thought that would have would have I'm, happened but what what i
1: what i love about what you just said too is that people from the age of 5 to 50 can be fans and i and i think that's i i really truly genuinely believe that that's like one of the special things about this community or this this you know this world little world that we're in is that People, you know, Bob and Jimmy and David and all of us are can, you know, relate to we can have people we can uh, they can inspire young people and older people like there's no it's not like a weird kind of age thing like they're just really wholesome people that are doing things that they love. And and it can inspire all ages, and I and and I've always felt that way. But it's it's amazing to hear you say that because that's exactly how I was, how
2: I I've always felt.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's
2: it's, it's 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 incredible. It's it's
0: the best part. The best part. <laughs> it's going to sound redundant, but the best part of the community that we're in is the community that we're in. Right. Like I right. never get tired of it. I never get tired of meeting new people or somebody. Every once in a while, somebody will just go. Hey, you know, I've been listening to your podcast for a while and I really like it. And it's like, wait, wait, what? And he, you listen, you know, and I forget that not everyone that listens is someone I know. And right. it's it's yeah. you know, it's it's that's the kind of thing like when you're I imagine when you're doing work on the scale that you're doing, Chris, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> I imagine you probably get a lot of people that will just randomly come up to you, you know, at a, you know, on Instagram or some and just go yeah, dude, I really love your work, and you're like, I didn't realize I was even showing it to you. You know? right, right, right.
2: <laughs> you know, and and um, when we talk about, you know, I when I was talking about Jimmy and talking about how welcoming and nice and, and everything he was, I want to I want to swing back to David Picchuta. We mentioned David a few times, but mm-hmm. um, I when and this kind of ties a lot of it together with my son. I'm I'm very often. Oops,
0: sorry, guys. Yeah, All well, well, hell's breaking loose in New York right now. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> Ooh, Do we, tornado we need a warning? It. Okay, there we go. Um, Sorry, got a tornado no, warning. <laughs> no, that's
2: fine. But uh, I'll swing back and I'll kind of tie it together. With, with my son, there are a lot of late nights and early mornings and no sleep and a lot of – just a lot of um, just hours awake, keeping an eye on him, making sure he's not having a seizure and Lots of sleepless nights, right. and I and one of my earliest memories of of anybody in the maker community, um, I was watching a, a, a drunken woodworker video. It was about three o'clock in the morning. I was in down in the living room with my son, and I was watching this video. I didn't even know who the guy was, but I I wanted to ask him a question. I was so sleep deprived and half hallucinating. I was so tired. I sat I, I I literally sat there on my couch and I raised my hand like I was in class. I held my hand up <laughs> because I, I wanted to, that's how out of it I was. I wanted to ask a question. And mm-hmm. and, I, and my hands, my arms started getting tired before I realized, wait a second, I'm watching a YouTube video. What in the world are you doing? You, you are, <laughs> yeah. you are not well. You haven't slept in three days. <laughs> that's and amazing. um but what was so funny is I, is I got a chance to to tell David that little story and I felt weird telling him that I, I was kind of, <laughs> I was all nervous, I was meeting David, but I, I told him that little story. And the fact that I kind of come full circle to actually be able to meet him and just tell him that little story. He probably doesn't remember it, mm-hmm. but just me, tell him that little story. But one of the things about, about meeting Jimmy and Bob and David and all of them is just how thoughtful, and and how just paying attention to to the people that they were meeting because i was when i was talking to david i was showing showing him pictures on my phone and i i showed him several of the signs that i had made and um there's one it's a freeway lanes bowling alley sign it's one of the local signs here that i i love and i showed him a picture of that it was one of like maybe 5 or 6 signs that i had shown him and we're just scrolling through pictures on my phone and i put my phone away and we're talking and and about a minute later he stops and he says he points at my shirt and he says this and I didn't realize it but I was wearing a freeway lanes bowling alley shirt <laughs> to make her <a> pair. <laughs> and he said he said awesome. that's, he said that's one of the signs you just showed me mm-hmm. and I looked down yeah. and I was like oh you're right but I was just so impressed and floored and touched by the fact that not only was he standing there listening to me yammer on, but he was paying attention enough. He was listening and and he he was listening and he was processing what I was saying. He was paying attention and he made the connection that, wait, that's the same shirt that he just signed that he just showed me on his phone. Right. It was on his shirt. And I was just, it, it, it was something little, just a little thing. They're just really, really, uh, really, a big thing. they're just, they're good people. I mean, they really are. They really are good people. And mm-hmm. that's you why, know. and that's why I try to, yeah. I try to be, I try to learn from that and carry, uh, carry that on when exactly. I, when I interact with people. So
1: yeah, a hundred percent. I always, I, that's exactly what I always try to remember is. Is be human, be be supportive, and just be you know, just be that person that is supportive. Like, right? There's it doesn't take
0: anything to be that guy, right? And if you think if you think the people around you aren't being enough of that guy, then be more of that guy. Make up for it. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. Let's um, let's hit. Since I'm about to get hit by a tornado, why don't we get some uh, things of the week out of the way? And I got to get out of here and go hide in the basement because apparently things are going down here, right? I now. Have, All right.
2: And, I, and I have ribs in the crock pot and my wife is anxiously waiting oh. for me. So yes. All right. Somebody's you go first, well, Chris. Tonight. Go for it. Yeah. So Chris, um, what's
0: your thing of the week?
2: Oh, it's it should come as no surprise to anybody. It's uh, in Las Vegas. It is the neon museum. It is a, a oh, 501. Yeah. It is a 501 C three organization. It's a nonprofit dedicated per, to preserving the, the, uh, what I call the heart and soul of Las Vegas. They, 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 they have uh, they have brought signs back to life. They're preserving the, the old school history of Las Vegas. And they're just amazing people. I can attest to it because I've met a bunch of them. I've been the recipient of their kindness and generosity. So the Neon Museum of Las Vegas, if you can't. Get there. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram. You can find them on social media anywhere, Neon Museum. Um, I highly recommend. And if you can go or you can be a member, please support them. They 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 need every penny they can get.
0: Excellent. Ethan, your thing of the week, no, go for it, Vincent. Okay. My thing of the week is very easy because I already talked too much about it at the beginning of the show, but my thing of the week is my brand new vehicle because I just love it that much and I am very, very happy with it. Um, I know that I know small SUVs aren't exciting or interesting to a lot of people, but trust me, if you're in the market, have a look at it. You're going to be surprised. It's 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 a fun little thing to drive, and I'm really enjoying it. Definitely my thing of the week, no brainer awesome. this week. All right, Ethan. All uh, right, I'll make it quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an audible and switch my thing of the week. But all right,
1: I uh, 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 I really loved uh, Bob's uh, final finally finished. Uh, oh god yes. r2d2 that's yes. just, it's just amazing that's, yes it's so much fun that's... and he's been talking about it forever and you know what like even the the thumbnail might be my thing of the week i just think that oh <laughs> yeah one of the my favorite thumbnails of all time
2: that's what i'm gonna do when i stop making signs that next thing i'm gonna do is make an r2d2 you've heard it here that's that's gonna be my next. there you button. go mm. don't you tell go. my
0: wife no yeah, no i mean you know we, we, we do a don't tell my wife is the motto of this community, my friend. Right. Yeah, right exactly. Unless, unless of course you're a woman and it might be, don't tell my husband or if you're a woman, it might be, don't tell your wife. We don't judge right. anyway, but that's right. Oh, eight, <laughs> that's oh, right. oh can I, I, one more real quick one? Because, of course. Sorry. So real
1: quick. And I don't think I've talked about him before. Um, Jay laser video. He, uh, he it's, it's, it's not really, he, he, he makes things, uh, but it's, it's definitely not a maker channel. It's more of kind of, uh, it's it's more of a millennial or younger than that kind of hipster or whatever. But he makes crazy crazy videos. But he, uh, I think it was two weeks ago now. But he made a real Captain America shield that mm-hmm. actually bounces off of walls. Wow, That's
0: pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, so check it out. You, it, it's it's off. It's kind of off brand, but it's oh. super cool. And uh, one of the guys, he has a team of three. So he's the he's the like on camera person. One of the other uh, people. Um, of his three-person team is um, the son of one of my parent mom's or my parents' uh, good friends.
0: So, YouTube's been suggesting this guy to me. I'm glad you brought his name up. Now I'm subscribed. There you go. Yeah,
1: it, it's cool. I mean, it, it's very different, but it, he does. Phenom- I mean, they are phenomenal videos and phenomenal projects. It's just very different, but it's very very cool. So check gotcha. it out. Okay,
0: awesome. We will have those links in the show notes as usual, along with. Well, not along with because we don't put this in the show notes, but we like to throw a quick thank you out to the people that make this show possible every week, including Leanne and Nick from Hemlock and Hyde, Dave from Atomic Airship Works, Emily Joyce, Ed from Ed's Clocks and more, Rory from RLL Woodworks, Chris from Full Steam Designs, Jeff Stein, a.k.a. a weird guy, Debbie Haddock, Jerry Hyduke, Joey from JH Custom Woodcraft, Dean Duplantis, Jacob Anguiano from Native Son Wood Art, Robert J. Keller, Scott from Dad at Yourself DIY, the one and only Grant Alexander, Tony Langer from Langer Works, Jacob from Other Dog Designs. Jake from imakejake.com, Big Al Schultz from New York Woodworks, Justin Ofler, Bear Make It, and Greg from Platte Valley Woodworks. Thank you for supporting the show financially. If you can't, by all means, share the show, write a review, do whatever you can to get the show out there so more people listen to it. And that's good, too, because without people listening, we have nothing to do every week. And (laughs) Ethan and I will stop being friends because we have no functional use for each other at that point. So by all means. You'll have to subscribe, and you'll have to get your friends to do it along with you if you want to keep this thing going. But thank you to everyone that supports and shares and does reviews and all that. I'm thinking we're going to take a week a break from guests at some point in July and do one of our famous housekeeping shows where we talk yeah, about we reviews should. and just an totally. Ethan and Vincent show. So we'll tell you in advance this way you know you can skip that one and go on to the one <laughs> with the guests, like most people do anyway. Um, Chris, it has yeah. been an absolute pleasure talking uh, to you. Oh, this and was a, you. Such a fun episode. It's, Thank you it's very so much. much. It's I enjoy, I enjoy our chats on Instagram. Sometimes, for those of you keeping score at home, sometimes our chats on Instagram literally start at like nine o'clock in the morning, and they pretty much go throughout the day. Right. So we we chat we chat pretty extensively on the gram, and I never get tired of hearing your stories. I never get tired of seeing process photos. One of the perks of being Chris's friends. So get to be Chris's friend. But one of the perks of being Chris's <laughs> friends is you get to see really cool process photos when he's trying new things. Like when he first started trying the new neon technique that he's been using, he started right. showing them to me months and months and months ago. And I was just blown away by it. So Chris, I want to, I want to have that. <laughs> I, want your, I want you to be my friend man right. <laughs> can we be friends
2: well well now that you're following me <laughs> i know exactly now, i'm not
1: a
0: jerk oh no that was very well deserved there it goes yes. there it yep. is yeah but yep. seriously oh. thank you so much for popping on yeah and giving thanks us so much so time. Time. we really appreciate it
2: guys thank you guys and for I, those I, you I, listening, de- I needed that
0: Oh, anytime. And for those of you, for those of you listening, um, we'll have all of Chris's links in, in the show notes. You're definitely going to want to follow him yeah. on Instagram. I promise you we've talked about his work tonight, but until you see it, you yeah, can't yeah. appreciate just how ridiculously talented. this. It's, dude it's is. one of the easiest follows ever. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those. When it comes up, you're going, why is someone taking a photo of that sign? And then you go, Holy crap. It's a miniature. He made like, that's <laughs> pretty much uh, well, the reaction you're going to have. And well, then you'll develop you develop an appreciation for it. Um, Chris, you're one of the good guys, man. I really hope. I hope all this newfound fame. You know, I'm. I'm, I'm glad that I can say I was kind of in on the ground floor of it. So yes, That's, I'm. I'm about to get real expensive.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys want to get your commissions yeah, yeah, in yeah, now. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, exactly. No, I, I meant for podcasts for appearances. Oh. Oh, no, hey, well, I don't care about it. we got you. We're good.
0: Yeah, we're, not, we're good. We I'm only dead. we use people once and we throw them away. That's how it works. <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We will be back again next week. We do have a guest lined up, so listen to next week. It's the week after that's a little bit dicey, but I guess you'll find out next week if we have anybody. And until then, we love you all and have a wonderful week.